welcome back to Blab House. Hello. It is Saturday, March 12th. Me and Barb are hanging out at home. We've got a uh, morning off from our kids. My mom took the kids last night, so me and Barb got to hang out and uh, enjoy a little bit of time and carve out a little bit of the morning here to uh, give you guys a little update. And Which means we went to Target and Starbucks. Check in. Yeah, Barb did some shopping last night online, and we went and picked up at Target. That's what you have to do when you have iced coffee. Oh, really? Shake it. International symbol for basic bitches. Calling all the basic bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Remember that kid? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, we went to Target. Um, For a pickup, we were smart. We didn't let Target... Tell us what we wanted. We told Target what we wanted. Yep. And then... <laughs> money hack. Save money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, that is a good idea. I should just let you do more online shopping. <laughs> See? <laughs> um, it's a win-win for all of us. Yeah, and then we uh, went to try a new... Taco, or not new, but new to us, Taco Bell breakfast. Oh, yeah. We've never had it before. Because Barb was just like randomly craving breakfast tacos she's like let's go to a place where breakfast tacos I'm like, which is? by the way taco bell does not have breakfast yeah, like, who the tacos? Heck has breakfast tacos <laughs> nobody. even nobody. nobody in tucson what is a breakfast taco anyway that's it's like the innards of a breakfast burrito but just in taco form i know it just is like that doesn't exist it it does in a state i won't be naming out loud but yeah it's white people shit i feel like but it's still good i don't know I feel like, but you did point out that all three of our stops this morning were in the same plaza. Yes. In so the one another another money saving hack with yes. gas being so expensive right now, make all your stops in one plaza. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that was, that's uh, that's that is a was a good perk. The only <laughs> shitty thing about it was though is like the I was complaining oh, about yeah, it when the we were driving. Lot. Yeah, like why is it that when there's multiple businesses in a parking lot they have to like Separate carve out them. their little Yeah, they got to like they're like this is my part of the parking lot. And then there's like no way to get to it unless like you do some special roundabout Yeah, like some labyrinth shit. shit. There's like one little s- tiny spot that's like access to all the other businesses. It's like just open this shit up and let everybody shop freely. Like a mall. Like, yeah, no one gives a shit where your property ends. Yeah. Like, we don't need to see some bushes or something outside of Starbucks. Like, mm-hmm. just make the whole parking lot open so we can all just cruise along freely and not have to do these little, like, yeah. little just roundabout goofy bullshit to get places. Yeah. This might become Grubby Greco's hop. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> but for real okay stop talking then yeah that that really <laughs> we didn't have that in the lineup for today we don't have time for that sir <laughs> <laughs> it really was just ridiculous though that was so silly but uh yeah that was pissing us off but then we got the new taco bell breakfast which if you want check out my tiktoks if you pro- if you're watching this you probably already saw my tiktok or my reel oh well yeah, if you're listening your instagram, to this whatever yeah you probably saw it, instagram or tiktok but yeah if you thank you guys so much for checking that out and uh sharing and liking whatever commenting on it also um message me on either one of those if you have any ideas of stuff you want to see me try or stuff that sounds interesting to you i'll totally get onto it and uh give it a shot 
We also, uh, I was kind of, I guess I heard this on the radio at first, was the first place I heard it. And then I saw it posted a few other times. But um, I thought it was worth bringing up just because it touches home for people our age. Especially we we noticed that this guy is also our age. So it kind of worked out. I mean, it just seemed like the perfect mix of nostalgia and um i guess like sort of broken um society (laughs) but this guy in georgia he signed up for a ppp loan from as far as i can tell and um i'm not even gonna attempt this dude's name it's uh it's it's if you need to know that you can look this up but he um got sentenced just recently this happened a few months ago but he got sentenced recently to three years in prison because he uh bought a shadowless charizard card uh first edition i mean he went out of his way to to find this thing and uh he got yeah three years in prison he's got to pay back 85 grand in restitution i was like yeah so i want to kind of like, how much did this guy actually spend on the card? Oh, yeah, $57,000 he paid for this card. I can't even, like, I I don't even, I didn't even realize Pokemon cards could be worth that kind of money. Yeah, me either. I know there's some baseball cards that are pretty rare that are worth a lot of cash. But yeah, the, that one that one just seems so insane to me. I don't even think it was actually worth any money. I think dude probably just got scammed like everybody else that's getting scammed with Pokemon cards right now. I mean, it is the legit card, I'm pretty sure that he got. Right, but it's not really worth that much like Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like yeah. he just got got like yeah somebody said it was worth that and he was like right. okay cool yeah here i have this money i can pay for it yeah i could kind of see that i guess being a possibility um it also doesn't seem out of the realm of possibility for it to be worth this because like i said the nostalgia just seems to fit this guy obviously thought that it was worth that whether it is really is in all of our hearts charizard is for sure worth sixty five thousand dollars. but this was also around the time that like everybody was like back into the pokemon craze like enter logan paul getting scammed like five million dollars yeah he definitely him and a few other youtubers because yeah. we saw a youtuber uh, but that's that what i'm H3 saying pod. like they like fall and rise i don't think the h3 podcast really tried to buy i think that was just a gag from the get-go but they actually did buy Pokemon cards that were the G.I. Joe things, right? But I Do you think th- they bought the G.I. Joe cards and just put it into knew. Pokemon boxes th- themselves? Yeah. I think oh. it was a gag the whole time to make fun of it. Inter- interesting. Because, see, I, I thought they legit also got got. I don't think so. I think it was a gag. But we'll never know. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. <laughs> we also saw one of our other favorite YouTubers, Donkey, go in on the the, like pack opening meta and the just like yeah twitch streamers opening packs of pokemon cards live and youtubers doing the same thing i thought it was really funny he's one of my favorites you guys should check him out for sure donkey uh video game youtuber also a twitch streamer but really i mean it's just like out. everything else art 
NFTs, stocks. Yeah, everybody just wants up and down, up and down, up and down. Today it's worth something, tomorrow it's not. Yeah, and everybody it's wants something that's like worth the like everybody wants the item that's like worth the you know like they everybody's chasing that kind of like dream yeah. thing. So yeah, so this poor guy, he actually he <laughs> Not actually poor guy, he knew exactly what he was doing. <laughs> I like to think he's just a child at heart who saw his favorite Pokemon card. You would do the same thing? I would not fraud the government. <laughs> exactly. <but laughs> exactly. I Wait, can... Are you just saying that so there's no incriminating evidence for if you do happen to fraud the government? <laughs> no, I would never do that. But I do see the uh, if I had 100K sitting around... Um, I could possibly no. I couldn't see myself yeah, spending sixty k on a Pokemon card. Say, no, but I can see the feelings where it would come from. If you didn't have kids, I could see that. Exactly. Like being just like a frivolous thing to spend on yourself. I could see that with if I had no other responsibilities. If I had ten million dollars, you bet your ass I'm buying that Pokemon card. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not going to be worth anything. It's not even about that. That's what Charizard is worth to me in we my heart. We have a living Charizard here with us, living, breathing, free. No, screw that. I would I know, I would legit potentially do it if I had 10 million. No. But, yeah, so anyways, this, just a fun little, like I said, this guy was right around <laughs> fun our... Fun for us, not for him. Yeah, he's going to prison for a few years. <laughs> But he was our age, and uh, yeah, I think I like to think that nostalgia just got the better of him. That's our generation. I mean, he could have bought a we car with that kind of money. It, that, that was a, more than a down payment for a house. I mean, a car would technically always depreciate in value, where the Charizard does technically have some chance to g- gain value. It but, depends what kind of car he buys. If he buys like that old ass Ferrari we saw the other day. Oh yeah, we did see a pretty cool old school Ferrari. A, what it was, was like it? A GTS uh, three hundred or something? Eight hundred? Three eighty? Three eighty? Yeah. Right numbers. It was like a late seventies, like early eighties Ferrari. It was kind of low key. It almost uh, looked like a I don't know. Just it just, it just looked like a shitty like little Pontiac for the time. Ouch. <laughs> But see, it wasn't though because if you think about the seventies, it 70s, was just too low though. It was way low, low to the ground, tiny, so tiny. Yeah, little, little, definitely like cruiser sports car. It had like, but it was like for sure. I, I told Barbie when we saw it, I was like, even though it's from like, I guess that it was from the late seventies or eighties because I knew it was a Ferrari. I was like, I bet it's like eighty two, seventy nine, something like that. And when Barb looked it up, they did make them from like seventy five to like eighty four or something. Yeah, but they. Like they they look like the later '80s cars, so I was like, "See, all the car companies caught up to Ferrari styling from then." Yeah, finally. So it was it was a good looking car, but it for was its like time. like just the 380 was like sixty thousand online, but then since it was like the GTS or whatever, like the elevated one, it was over a hundred thousand. Yeah, and I like to wonder if the guy just bought the GTS badge. Because the GTS badge is probably only a couple hundred bucks, and it makes your car look like it's worth $60,000 more. No, because it had, like, the side paneling that was the same from the pictures I could tell online. Like, it did look legit. Yeah, it was a sweet little car. And he was at AutoZone, so he was taking care of it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it sounded nice, too. But that's a person buying something that's old that 
and a car that's still that's not like it's still worth a lot of money yeah that that could definitely hold its value and appreciate in value but i'm talking but average cars yeah as yeah as like you a brand new car parking lot it's like lost twenty thousand dollars in value <laughs> exactly yeah so that would even be a, a tough thing but yeah so that was a fun one but that's the shitty thing like like i said with stocks art nfts like Today, that Pokemon card is worth $60,000. In two years, when nobody gives a shit about Pokemon again, it's you're lucky if you're going to find somebody to buy it for $100. Like, But maybe in two years, Pokemon grows. Yeah, if you hold And it it's worth long. twice as much. Maybe, maybe it's not. Maybe it's worth nothing. Maybe it's worth double. That's the gamble. It's ridiculous. It's truly gambling, though. Yeah. And also money laundering. I mean, some people. I think it's it's more it's close to me. It's closer to gambling. Yeah. Where you're just basically guessing. You can take an educated guess, but that's. I mean. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to tell exactly. All right. Well, what was your favorite Pokemon as a kid? Oh yeah, I mean, speaking of the nostalgia, I guess. As I mean, you're wearing a Looney Tune shirt right now. <laughs> yeah. I would, <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm still, still such a child. Um, I, oh gosh. Okay, I don't think I could pick one favorite. I'll pick like my top, like three to five. So, my favorite favorite was Venusaur. I can't pick a favorite, but my favorite favorite would that not be your favorite? <laughs> I guess, but it was like the number one. Like when I was a kid, I'd always start with Bulbasaur. And uh, a like I started a couple of games with Charmander, but like Bulbasaur was like the one, especially the first, the very oh, first see. playthrough I did was Bulbasaur. Like, the first time I played Red Version, the time I filled my Pokédex was with a Bulbasaur. So my Venusaur um, has a, had a special place. So that was that. Charizard obviously was number two there. I just, I mean, it's like a cool dragon Pokemon. Yeah. Um, I also really like Gyarados, 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 Gyarados. <laughs> Didn't even think of that. <laughs> yeah, Gyarados, Gyarados. Um, <laughs> anyways, he uh, that one. Um, and then yeah, that'd probably be it. I I've, did. I really did enjoy, um, what was the, the, um, <sighs> Time's a ticking. Graveler, the, the rock Pokemon. I was trying to think of it because there's a middle one that's bet that's actually got better defense than like the top Like with the one. arms? Like he's just the arms? He's like that's, Geo something. That's Geodude. Yeah. He evolves into Graveler. And then if you trade Graveler through the Pokewire thingy you can turn him into a golem but it's actually not like golem gets a a little boost in attack stats i'm pretty sure but his defensive stats weren't as good as gravelers so it's actually better to keep him a graveler defense wise okay whatever so graveler was another go-to in my arsenal okay i did mine um all just based on looks and how cute i thought they were (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, so obviously at the top, Pikachu, Pikachu, Charma- Charmander, and Squirtle were who I went back and forth on starting with Charmander and Squirtle. Those are- those were also the ones on the TV show too, the most. Yeah. Um, Eevee and Ninetales, Obvi. Ooh, I was a Vulpix and Ninetales fan, definitely as far as looks go. I would say they're top, top tier Ninetales cuteness. Ninetales is beautiful. Um, what's the little egg one? Topiki or something? Uh, oh gosh, what is it? Uh, Togepi. 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 And then, <laughs> and then the best one, Psyduck, because... It's like my ducky, my stuffed ducky that's in the kids' room. Yeah, I was actually a big fan and- of Psyduck as well. I had a Psyduck stuffed, or a plushie, as the kids would call it now. I had a, I had a Psyduck, though, that was my, my homie uh, when I was a little guy. So that for sure, yeah, Psyduck would be probably in my faves as well. Yeah. Misty had some good Pokemons, but I hated Misty. Oh, I did see I did not hate Misty. Yeah, of course. I did see an article though that um I guess in like the new the new Pokemons that they're gonna start I don't know what season they're on, whatever. But the new ones they're gonna start making, um, Ash is probably leaving. A new kid. I guess. I just saw the headline. I would really like to see Ash grow up. Somehow, yeah. I would like to see because, like, like, I know become the professor. Yeah, well, like there was a Pokemon game where, oh gosh, maybe it was Silver. I don't know. There was one of them where your guy was a new character. Your kid was a new kid, and oh, that's you... the one we have, isn't it? Well, yeah. No, 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 no. I don't know if I don't know if who you if you face this person and what I'm talking about in oh. that game. But you go, um, you eventually. It's it's not because he's in the other world. He's in like one of the other realms or whatever the Pokey realms. I don't know what the hell they call him, but um, you fight a trainer called Red, and he like is kind of dressed like Ash. Basically, he's like a guy with uh you know the vest and the red hat and stuff like that. So it's kind of like their homage, I think, to Ash growing up, and he has like some of the similar Pokemon as as Ash always carried. So you sort of get, uh, yeah, you do get to kind of battle him in that sense and see a little bit of a somewhat of a grown-up version of him, I guess. But I think they should totally do that. Or, like, give him, yeah, like, Professor Oak's role, kind of. Yeah. Because Gary Oak, let's just be honest, was a real piece of shit. Who? Oh, the grandson? Yeah. Blue, if you will. Blue. Blue. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I would. That's Pokemon holds a special place for people our age. I feel like. I mean, lots of kids now, but especially for us, it was brand new for us. I still remember some of the Poke rap here and there when the kids when it's like playing. Like I don't, I couldn't like do it now, but like but when yeah, it's yeah, like when it's playing, you can like pick it up again easy. Yeah, exactly. It's so funny. I'm like Jesus Christ. Like I can't believe how much I watch this show. That that's like <laughs> still back. Like that's still somewhere in there. It just takes a little push and it comes out. Yeah, it's really funny. When push comes to shove. So yeah, that's been fun. Something else that me and Barb have been kind of doing to occupy our time, or you know, just keep things uh, fun, is we started doing a simulation league with UFC Four. We didn't start it. Eric started it. Well, yeah, somebody started the league yeah, as a whole, but we saying. started 
by like playing in it like uh, we 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 joined it i should say whatever yeah we're not the creators of this league we started playing in it eric from sports fanatics united the other podcast i do with eric jerry and keith go check it out um but we do sims pretty much for every sport i know they even have a wwe one right now i'm not doing that one but, yeah, definitely not. Um, we do MLB, we do NBA, and um, NFL. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm like, wait, which one am I missing? Um, it's fun. You don't need the games to participate. You just do it all on sheets. You're the owner of the team. You get to make the trades, the cuts. You're just in control of everything. But, yeah, they for the first time we're doing a UFC sim, so we like got to name our own gym. Oh, which Pokemon I am I didn't want to make the I didn't want to name my gym so I just googled Pokemon gym names and picked Fuchsia City Gym so I guess that's a good way to tie it in yeah that uh, is kind of funny I totally <laughs> forgot you did yeah. that because I gave mine a I gave mine a, a goofy ass nickname too something stupid that I just like came up with on the fly yeah. I, don't, I don't even know what it was I don't know I could look it up yeah but we got to do like a draft there's probably like 10 of us 10 12 of us maybe but we drafted um seven fighters two of them at least two of them had to be female but you could do however you wanted um like I think I have four females I know Ricky has majority females um so yeah we did like a snake draft to get our fighters and then we've just been doing like little tournaments and then Eric will just like stream them on the Sports Fanatics United YouTube channel. So if you want to watch them, they're quick little fun fights. It's a lo- it's a lot of fun. Everyone's enjoying it. Like the w- he streams a lot of the other like leagues that we do, so like any NBA game or baseball or football, but those games are just so long. It can be hard to like keep people to stay and watch just like a long video game game of it but the and UFC, it's nobody actually playing it's a simulation yeah it's just a sim so it's just the computer but the ufc fights they're just like short and sweet so they've been they've been really entertaining yeah they're the so specifically the ones that you actually should go and look up that are pretty funny <laughs> so part of the draft like barb said we got seven fighters a piece and everybody's picking you can have there's also uh legacy players or legendary players i can't remember what they're called yeah but they're basically like old school or just like beefed up stat guys they're basically like old legends that are in the game um so like i picked mark coleman Um, yeah well those aren't the legendary guys this one is more like the people who were oh champions back in their day so like hoist gracie mark coleman Mm -hmm. um I want to say Wanderley Silva, uh, Dan Henderson, Vitor Belfort, Chuck Liddell, Rampage Jackson, kind of guys yeah. like that. Um, they all have this like legacy version of themselves that's in the game. I so, mean, even Ronda's in it, and she doesn't oh, fight UFC anymore. So yeah, so Ronda Rousey's one of the legacy players. Yeah. So there was like some old players. So you could have a couple legends, and you could you had to have a couple of women. So. Uh, and then they also UFC is just funny. They have Action Bronson in the game as a heavyweight. Yep. Even though now he's a, he's a lot thinner. He's a skinnier guy now, but he's and in the game as a fight. <laughs> yeah, he's obviously a rapper. So yeah, Action Bronson is in there, which is funny. 
And then they also have Dana White. Yeah, who Jerry? I think Jerry drafted Dana. He's in several weight classes for whatever reason. Because <laughs> it's Dana, he wants to be. He's the owner. Yeah, and then the greatest the of them all is <laughs> Bruce Buffer is in the light or some the middleweight division. Middleweight, yeah. So he's a one eighty fiver, and uh, and I drafted him. <laughs> Yeah, Barb, basically as a joke, because we had picked six serious rounds, and there wasn't, like, there was fighters left that were good still, but it was, yeah. he, he for whatever reason, the game ranks him as a four-star, they, they gave him a good ranking, so he <laughs> yeah. has a four-star fight ranking, um, which I've heard several people say he's really good standing up. Complain. They're complaining. Well, no, in the group, people are complaining, but I've heard, I, oh, I looked okay. it up to see, and I asked Jesse, too, because uh, another friend of mine plays uh ufc quite a bit so i asked him i was like dude how is this like is buffer pretty good like have you ever used him and he was saying yeah like buffer is pretty sick but if you take him down he's not very good on the ground yeah um so anyways barb picks him as a complete joke in the seventh round um he was the only name i recognized besides dana and i wasn't taking dana's dumbass. Yeah, there wasn't very many good people left at that point. I mean, there was some. There was some. There was like a couple fours left, but I figured out what the hell. I'll just take Bruce as a joke. Yeah, just just for fun and make it silly, because like we said, it's a sim. It's a bunch of friends of ours from the internet, basically. So, Barb takes Bruce, and we just like laugh it off, like haha. And then the tournament comes, and so the way that we we crowned a champion in the league. So somebody eventually had to hold the belt. So for everyone to get the belt, they simmed they simmed a tournament, and so they pulled all the players from each weight class that we picked, and they created a tournament. And Bruce Buffer's first fight was against Anderson Silva, one of the legacy <laughs> fighters in our league. And Bruce goes five rounds with Anderson. I'm pretty sure. I don't think he knocked him out. I think he went all or three rounds with Anderson and won by decision. The tough fought battle. And then in the semifinal, Bruce fights Yoel Romero. <laughs> he went the distance with him. He definitely went the distance with Yoel. And it's totally worth it like I said, if you're interested in this in any sense whatsoever, that one's worth watching. Bruce Buffer versus Yoel Romero middleweight because they the last like minute of it is so good like bruce and yoel are both tired and they're beating the shit out of each other it's just really funny they both get knockdowns in the last minute of the fight and somehow they both survive and bruce goes on to win and like yeah bruce is in the championship against israel adesanya and me and barbara are like yeah there's no chance like he like he had two fluke wins yeah <laughs> like it was short, sweet lived, but yeah, like it's this is really funny. <laughs> There's basically zero chance he's got the championship in the bag. Like he's not gonna be Izzy. Izzy is the actual champion right now in real life. Yeah, in the game, it's like when Bruce was introducing himself and Izzy. Like Izzy had only one loss. Yeah, one loss to his record. Yeah. And that's still true. Like, he still hasn't... Like, he he's lost to uh, Jan Blahovitz. Yeah. Which was not in his weight class. He went up a weight class for that even. Uh. So, yeah, his professional career, he's pretty legit. And we're like, yep, there's no way he's, he's going to beat this guy. But it was a fun little run. Bruce made it to the semifinals. And lo and behold... First round knockout. 
Yeah, he catches Izzy with a spinning back kick to the head, knocks him out cold. It's just crazy. So now, yes, like 68-year-old Bruce Buffer is the champion in our middleweight simulation league and everyone uh, yeah. is Everyone's half the people challenge him now yeah half the people find it hilarious and i think the other half are pissed that the joke fighter is actually performing and made it through to the championship but yeah really silly just really fun to see bruce buffer in a sim league get a sweet ko and it's also funny to see bruce buffer call bruce buffer <laughs> his nickname was Legend. it's his nickname was it's time yeah. bruce it's time buffer <laughs> it's time <laughs> so great yeah it's just really funny uh and then like even the commentators had like special um like uh quips and things like that like specific little quips for bruce buffer because Bruce Buffer's like a green belt in judo, so they're like talking about like his judo skills and some goofy shit like that. It's just really silly. Yeah. But then, uh, there's also, um, something else that, uh, I, I wanted to talk about that was kind of silly that I found was. I was looking at this thing, this article, and it said, the article caught me by eyes. Like, Samuel Jackson found out Jonah Hill holds the movie Curse World Record. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, how, A, how is, who even does this kind of study? And then that somehow this study makes it to Samuel Jackson, and he's not pissed, I'm sure, but he's at least jokingly pissed that he doesn't have the record. And it's... I'm pissed, too, for him. It's funny, because he probably has the most iconic cuss words, but he's not actually even that close to the top. Well, I mean, he's close to the top. But he's... He's third. Yeah, but by quite a bit. So, uh, when I was... So, looking at this... Yeah, by 70. Yeah. So, they... <coughs> the, the, the company that did the study, they did it on 3,500 scripts. Which is probably just, like, a bunch of Oscar-nominated shit from back in the day. Like, from, like, history and then maybe a few extras um, thrown here and there. But they found out that Jonah Hill had used 376 swear words. Which I'm not exactly sure what constitutes a swear word exactly. Like, but they didn't... I don't... I, I They didn't include that. But 376 swear words, which is pretty interesting... I guess a majority of them were between Superbad and Wolf of Wall Street, which that's not surprising at all. Yeah. Um, so apparently, well, the Wolf of Wall Street actually beat um, Pulp Fiction for the most cuss words in a movie, which was 715. And then Uncut Gems came in and beat it with 646. So Tarantino needs to up his cursing, I guess, if he wants to hold this record. But with The Wolf of Wall Street, they found out that... Yeah, it's only because of that movie. And Superbad. No, but because Jonah's number one and Leo's number two. Neither of them would be the top two if it wasn't for Wolf of Wall Street. Because they were both in that movie. I mean, Leo did The Departed as well. That's probably got quite a bit of cussing in it. Yeah, but they would be... Like, neck and neck with 
Samuel L. Jackson. Like, they wouldn't be ahead by 70 cuss words. Leo also did Django. So did Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, but he may not have cussed as much as Leo. He didn't probably have as many lines as Leo does. I'm just saying. There's a common denominator between Jonah Well, and The Wolf of Wall Street has the most cuss words in any movie. Exactly. So, yeah, they definitely say a majority of them. We're not, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying they don't, but this is, this was the most, this was also very interesting. They went, even broke it down by character for a few people. So with Jonah Hill, he had the most cussingest character. Probably there was like a minimum of lines that had to be spoken for them to qualify for this. But he said a curse word every, basically every 23 words out of a thousand and Sam Jackson's most cursing his character from Jackie Brown only cussed like seven words out of every thousand, which is a, I mean, Jonah's most cursing his character cursed three times as much as Samuel's most cursing character. So that's a lot of cussing. Yeah. But what's interesting also is that I think Sam Jackson had has the most iconic cussing though of all time like jonah hill has a lot of cuss words but i don't think any of them necessarily equate to anything special for him like they do for samuel l jackson yeah like the fact that samuel l jackson basically the word motherfucker is is like well that's why people are so shocked at this revelation. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like that's that's more what it is. Is it's that people just associate that with him so strongly because the iconicness of it. It's not necessarily the amount of times he said it. It's just the way in which he has said it. Because Jonah has said much more. Like I'm saying, he said more cuss words, but I can't think of one line that's like particularly iconic like that. You know, so yeah, he may have the quantity, but he doesn't have the quality, is what I'm getting at. Yeah, this this is bullshit. Take that movie out. But what's pretty cool is there's actually they they list they go on to list some of the other people that do it, and it's uh behind, just behind them is Al Pacino. Unsurprising, none of these are un- are unsurprising to me. They all made sense. Was Al Pacino, Billy Bob Thornton, Seth Rogen. Bradley Cooper and Danny McBride. So, Bradley Cooper, I guess, was is a little surprising to me. What what was he in that he cussed so much? Who? Bradley Cooper. No idea. He's been in a lot of like the in- Hangovers, maybe. No, but he's been in a lot of like um, like indie films, like like he was nominated for that SAG award for a movie I've never even heard of. Right, right now. So maybe from those. Yeah, probably The Hangovers too has a. He's probably got a good amount of cussing in those. I would imagine. Yeah. But yeah, pretty interesting. Just a goofy little deal that had popped up that I thought was pretty funny and just an interesting, silly thing to look into. See who's cussed the most on TV. Oh, look what it says here though. Uh, Jackson is also set to return to the Marvel Universe as Nick. Nick, Nick Jury, okay. Yeah, somebody had a typo in this article. <laughs> Nick Fury in the upcoming Disney Plus limited series Secret Invasion. 
Oh, I never heard of that. So yeah, we need to catch up on that too. We need to catch up on Hawkeye. We need to finish Mando. Hawkeye's trash. Everybody liked it. He's the worst superhero. But everybody liked his movie, and plus Haley Steinfeld's in it. Yeah. Steinfeld, not Seinfeld. Bing, ding, ding, ding. Don't even. Seinfeld sucks. That was a hill I will die on. So that was good. Um, there was some kind of weird pop things that came up. Pop culture news. Dun, dun, dun. Greg's like, why do we have to talk about this? I'm like, we have to talk about your stupid cussing shit. You think I care about that? This isn't but even that I don't care about, about it. My it's, it's just that oh, I don't wait, know before we get about into the tea, it. Okay, before we get into the t-shirt, you guys need to do yourself a favor and go on Hulu and watch um, The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. <laughs> because I literally binged it all last weekend. I'd have like two more re- reunion episodes, but other than that, I watched the whole first season. But it, those women are wild like a lot of them are like excommunicated ex-mormons so there's already drama there with the church and faith and all that blah 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 but there's this one lady mary and the craziest part of it all is yeah get a load of this lady she's she's the wildest one by far this show is the only real i would actually suggest this one too because i've i i actually of just Some, how wild the background stories are. Not just the, I mean, even the women are just crazy in it. It's okay. wild in it. Okay, it's really, okay. really funny. Okay. I think it's funny. I think it's worth watching as well, I should say. And I hate these shows. Okay. But I enjoyed this one. Okay, before we get to Mary, because Mary's like the cherry on top. Right? Yeah, hers yes. is the most wild story. They're, they're all wild as hell. Okay, so first, what is her name? I can't even think. Oh, Jen. I was going to say Jenny? Yeah, it's Jen. <laughs> no, Jenny, the... There's a Jenny, too? There is, but she's... Yeah, anyways. Jen, um, her husband is, like, a football coach. Not the head coach, but a football coach for the University of Utah. Go Pac-12. And and he does, like, recruiting. So he's, like, gone a lot. But um, she has, like... She has four assistants. Four. And each one is, like, in charge of certain stuff. But anyways, like... While they're filming season two, uh, let me, I'm, I only just finished season one. There's still a whole other season I need to watch. They're filming season three currently. And I guess it's hap- this happens in season two. So I haven't quite seen it yet, but in season two, she gets arrested like while they're filming by the feds for like fraud. It's like all like Ponzi scheme stuff. Like, it makes sense why she has four assistants now. Like, her, like, weird marketing business. I don't know. She but was scamming hardcore. And old people, too, which is the sad part. But, she, so, yeah, she's facing, she goes to trial, I think it's for the summer, but she's facing, like, 50 years in prison. Like, insane. Oh, and, how the mighty fall. And it just blows my mind, really, that the University of Utah hasn't either fired her husband or told him you cannot be on this show anymore because it's just like, especially since they've mentioned where he worked. Like I could see them being like, you can, you can say like what you do, but you can't mention like who, like you can't say who we are, like who your employer is. 
because that's just a bad look. Like, well, it probably was. They probably didn't mind at first because it was somewhat positive. But it but. wasn't. It's the Real Housewives. It's literally a show just about fucking catty drama. Like, why would you want your business attached to that? Like, you know, it's just going to be petty women drama on it. Like, but I mean, women are a corner of the market that football doesn't have. So no. if this is how you can reach college football, don't care. I'm just saying, no. it's a reason why you wouldn't say no. no. Because they're but not anyways. necessarily nothing bad going on until now. Nothing yeah. bad was really happening. Mm, anyways. Um, so, yeah, Jen is wild. And then the other women, like, they have just interesting stories because, like, one of them was, like, married to, like, what they call Mormon royalty. Like, her family was is related to, like, the bodyguard of what's his name joseph smith or whatever like the founder of mormonism whatever his name is yeah joseph smith i think is what it is and then the other one she like married into the gay family which is like a very prominent mormon family mormon royalty again um but they're both like excommunicated from the church now because of like all their drama which if you watch the show you can find out um and then yeah all the other women are just like normal housewife stories like one of them has um oh one of them is a practicing mormon there's only like two practicing mormons on the show and one of them she her and her husband own like four tequila companies like and she didn't she can't drink because she's mormon like yeah i mean i've met mormons that won't even drink like coca-cola because oh, the yeah, caffeine and stuff ca- yeah in they it. won't drink coffee or anything they like her husband talks about that in the show like they don't drink coffee soda tea yeah the guy i knew he would drink sprite or like fanta yeah like he would drink fruit soda because it didn't have caffeine in it most most fruit sodas don't yeah but he wouldn't drink caffeinated soda yeah um so their stories are just like and then like the other one she owns some like prominent boutique that like all the celebrities buy her jewelry blah 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 they're just like literal typical housewife stories but then enter mary mary she's not mormon i think they're protestant is that what it's called that's one of yeah yeah Yeah. that's all yeah okay i'm pretty sure yeah so her grandma owned this church in salt lake city whatever and her grandma was also extremely wealthy owned the church was like the head church lady like she gave the sermons and everything whatever they're called pastors i don't know what they're called for them but she was the main church lady um she passed away i'm gonna guess in like the 90s because mary said her she's been married for like 20 20 22 years now so um her (laughs) when her grandma died her grandma left in her will and was like if you want my life if you want my church my people my money my houses my everything you have to marry my husband which was mary's step-grandpa not biological just step-grandpa um and mary said still weird yeah mary said she was like still freaked out like she wasn't down for it at first but then she was like my grandma would never like sway me like my i trust my grandma with everything blah blah blah. i mean really come on it's just the money yeah so she did (laughs) the grandma's excuse is a good excuse 
but no, it was the money. No, she did it. So she like literally married her step grandpa, and they had a kid. They have a kid together. For money. He's an, or he was in high school, so he might be graduated by now. I don't know, but he was in high school in season one. So they have had a kid together, which means. Mm, and like every anytime any of the girls fight, they're like, "You fuck your own grandpa!" Like they always use that as an excuse to like be mean to her, which it's just like every time you hear it, you're just like, oh, "Excuse me, what?" Like it <laughs> is so wild. Yeah, and then I don't know. Ethan and them were talking about it, and apparently she's like Ethan being a podcaster. We watch H three podcast. Yeah. So they were talking about it. Check H3 podcast out. So they were talking about it, and because him and Ela have already watched like all of season two, so they obviously know more than I do because I'm only on season one still. But they were talking about how like they've heard from like other outlets like Mary's probably gonna quit the show. She did do the second season, but she's probably not coming back from the third because she, she just really doesn't get along with the girls. Like she has a couple that she's friends with, but like Jen, who's like the loudmouth head bitch of the show mainly. <laughs> Has all the drama. Like, her and Jen hate each other, so... She's wild as hell. And her and Jen hate each other for, like, the... Like, they're both just being so stupid about it. Like... All of these arguments are so stupid, to be clear. Mary has, like... I don't know. She was in the hospital for, like, a month and a half and almost died a couple times. So she has, like, a residual fear of hospitals. Completely understandable. She's, like... But even, like, the smell of hospital just, like, takes her to, like, a super horrible dark place totally get that and then her and jen used to be really good friends and like they met up somewhere after like for dinner somewhere and mary or jen had just come back from the hospital because her aunt had been in the hospital for a couple weeks um and they ended up having to like amputate her aunt's legs that day and mary was just like oh you smell like hospital and like jen took that really offensive which i get that too like I'm over here, like, taking care of my aunt, being there for my aunt who's going through, like, a horrible experience, and here you are, like, making fun of my smell, like, because I smell like hospital. But, like, Jen also needs to understand, like, Mary just has, like, a horrible relationship with hospitals, which is totally valid as well. But they just, like, keep fighting about it, and it's just, like, y'all both need to just apologize and move on because you guys were both at fault. Like, you guys can both be offended by the situation, but both realize you both made mistakes in it, like... But anyways, so I don't, but supposedly Mary, like, a lot of people are, like, slamming online that her church is more, like, cult-like. That's what, I mean, I don't, I don't know enough about, I haven't been to enough Protestant churches to say one way or the other, but I've seen a lot of stuff where they are a little bit wacky. They're, like, sometimes the, if I remember right, I'm pretty sure Protestant churches are, like, the snake charming churches kind of were some <gasps> of them it, or is that presbyterian no i'm pretty sure it's oh pentecostal is what i'm thinking uh, of maybe that's what she is now i'm gonna have to google it google it because that one's that one's pentecostal and it's like the tongues like the speaking in tongues and things like that that's those are that's pentecostal it's not uh protestant but yeah they're that oh, one church, church was shut down that one is a little bit... Oh, it is Pentecostal. See? Crazy. They're they're a little goofy. I don't want to talk too much shit about people's religion, but the Pentecostal ones are pretty goddamn goofy from what I remember. They're, like I said, the snake ones, the speaking in tongue ones, 
just very uh, different. But yeah, so highly recommend that show. Um, it's a good Housewives. Like if you if you hate the show because of like the Who Wants to Watch the Beverly Hills and the like OC and all those stupid ones. But this one, definitely worth a shot. Bill Burr on his podcast said that the Atlanta one is really good. Oh, yeah. I've heard the Atlanta ones. I've seen, like, a couple of, like, early seasons Atlanta with, like, NeNe Leaks and stuff. And same with New Jersey. New Jersey has, like, because New Jersey came out when, like, Mob Wives and Jersey Shore was popular because everyone was just obsessed with the Guido lifestyle at that time, you know? And the New Jersey one was really good, too. Yeah, Bill said him and his wife watch the... That's, like, one of the shows he watches with her. See? I gave Salt Lake a chance. No, you didn't. You I literally watched, some watched of it like, with you. half of an episode, and it was only because you were hung over from Beer Olympics, and it was on the TV. I watched it. Hardly. <laughs> you can watch season two with me and prove it then. Maybe. But anyway, so yeah, highly recommend that show. I also just finished watching all of Degrassi, 18 seasons... Um, I'm hardly watching. It's on while you're working. Yeah, I'm still watching it. I could tell you all the storylines that happen. I, I'm just saying. I'm just like, just to be clear, it's not like you're just sitting there just watching TV for like... Yeah, it's just playing in the background while I'm working all day, but still. I just finished that show, which perfect timing because, I mean, it's not going to be out for a while, but HBO's bringing Degrassi back. They're going to start filming soon. They're doing casting calls. Let's go. Um, that's all I've been watching. Highly recommend both, too. But anyways, back to, like, the... So that's, like, the pop culture tea, some of it. And then the other pop culture tea... Pop. Pop. This isn't pop fiction. You were saying pope, I feel like. Like, pop culture. Pope. <laughs> um, pope. I'm just going to drop this bomb on you guys. Like, it was dropped on me when I read the headlines t- a couple days ago. Because this just proves to me that Marvel is real. And is it Endgame? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> is it Endgame? It's Endgame. Where they're, like, trying to put the stones back. And they're, like, doing the green stone, which is the timeline one. And all the timelines are, like, slicing off and going all crazy like vines. And that's literally us right now. Like, that's our timeline right now is just 50 other timelines merging because Grimes, Elon Musk's baby mama slash ex, were they married? I have no idea. Ex, baby mama is ex for spouse, sure. Ex-spouse, ex-partner. Um, also, she they just had their second kid, even though they've been broken up. I think they did it through surrogate. Maybe I don't know. I heard surrogate or secret pregnancy, but either way, it but was she kept. She posted pictures when they broke up, and she was like a twig. So I really don't think it was secret. I think it was. I had to have been a surrogate. But anyways, so they just had their second baby. But guess who's dating Grimes? You'll never guess. Chelsea Manning. Yes, the Chelsea Manning. Who was in prison, sentenced to like 35, 40 years for leaking U.S. military intel to the public because we needed to know. And then Obama, after she had served like seven years, was like, nah, girl, you're out. You're free. Frolic away. Be free. 
pardoned her. And now she's dating Grimes. And they're supposedly living together already. And I'm just... I don't understand the simulation we're in. That's why I'm telling you, Marvel is real. The timelines are all combusting. Like, if you've watched the show Loki, those people that keep the timelines straight are freaking the hell out right now because the timelines are not all straight right now. Yeah, I really don't understand this one at all. So uh, that makes perfect sense to me. And on top of that, Amanda Bynes has returned to Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Amanda Her, Bynes is also in the process of doing what Britney Spears just did and fighting for her freedom. She's fighting to get out from under her conservatorship. I think she said she has court in like two weeks, so probably like a week and a half now because she posted that during the week. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what that happens because her Instagram you can tell she hasn't been on social media for a while because she you, she doesn't social media like everyone else social media. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. That's a pretty good that's a pretty <laughs> safe way to put it because yeah, she's got a she's got a a very interesting vibe going on in her videos that makes me wonder if uh yeah, maybe somebody does need to have a little bit of a watchful eye on her to some extent maybe not a conservatorship but she probably is uh definitely like i said worth having somebody that at least watches what the what's going on (laughs) yeah keeps close tabs uh, on it but it is actually totally worth looking at it's pretty funny uh barb sent me a few videos that i thought were were pretty good yeah i wish her all the best Brittany is thriving with her new freedom, so I can only hope that Amanda is returned that same favor. Um, if she still has problems and messes things up, at least it's on her and not because other people are forcing her to do things that she doesn't want to because that is not okay. Um, I think that was it for the pop culture. Pop culture. Pop culture. Pop culture. Pop. Pop culture. Pop. Pop culture. Pope. Pope culture. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and really that's, um, there's really not a whole lot else that we Um, have besides, you know, we're both excited that baseball's coming back. We're both excited that yeah, summer is coming up. I hope up. you guys got to see... It's still a little bit of a ways away, but... I hope you guys got to see Jeff's Twitter get hacked by an NFT, bro. Literally... Passan, the... which we just found out is Passan, not Passan. Passan. It should be Passan. 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 Jeff Passan, he's... Uh, I didn't really know exactly who he was. Barb had to explain to me. Is a... He's just, like, the prominent... Like, it's him and Ken Rosenthal. Like, those are the top two baseball reporters. They're big-time, yeah, baseball yeah. writers and reporters. It's like Waj. Waj Bomb. Which, he's the NBA big-time reporter. Yeah. Or Adam Schefter, who's the NFL big-time right. guy. But they're, like, the main insiders for their sports. Yeah. So, Jeff Passan... On the biggest day of his career, which he makes fun of it in later tweets. He's also just a really great Twitter follow. He's very sarcastic in his followings um, while also breaking all the news first with Ken, of course, respectively. Um, But yeah, his um, 
on the day that it was announced that the MLB and the MLBPA had come to an agreement and baseball was coming back, Jeff's Twitter was indeed hacked by an NFT bro. But Jeff said that he does have a couple cool new NFTs now out of it. So maybe that's how he had to get it back. He had to buy some NFTs. That's weird. That's kind of smart, though, I guess, if you're a scammer. Hell Just yeah. Just like, yeah, I stole your Twitter. You can have it back for 12 ETH. Yeah, exactly. Like, buy these three <laughs> NFTs valued at 4.6 Ethereum each, and she's all yours. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. It's smart. I mean, yeah, it's definitely a crime. I mean, that's like bribing somebody or like, like, what do they call that? Like, uh, like strong arming or what is, is bribing? it? Bribing? Extortion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Extortion. Yeah. Better. You're basically extorting them. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I got your Twitter. Yeah. And if you want it back. Yeah. You can buy an NFT. It's like. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Baseball's coming back. Um, daytime baseball is going to hit so different now. Um. The last couple years, daytime baseball was hit or miss just because, like, when the kids were really young, they didn't give a shit what I was watching on TV, but then, like, the last couple years, like, they don't want to watch it, which I get. They're not into it, so it was hard watching games with them during the day, unless their tablets were charged, and then I could just give them their tablets to watch the game, but now I don't have that problem because Sophie's in school, Elliot is at my dad's during the day while I'm working, so I can literally just have baseball on all day while working, and nobody can say a damn thing. I feel like that's better than Degrassi. It depends. I'm honestly, like I told you last night, like, I watched 18 seasons, so there's the first 14 seasons are on Amazon, but only for like a couple more weeks, because then they're going over to HBO in case you guys want to watch, but... The first 14 seasons are, like, regular Degrassi that was run by the Canadian channel. And then, remember that channel, The N, Noggin, The N, Teen, yeah, The N bought them out. And then the last, that was, like, like seasons one through probably, like, 11 were done by the Canadian company. And then seasons 12 through 14 were The N Um, Because there was, like, a ton more episodes, like, in each season. Um, And then the end didn't pick it up again. And then after season 14. And then Netflix picked it up and did their own four seasons with the same characters from season 14. So it wasn't, like, brand new. It was still, like, a continuation. Um, So, yeah, 18 seasons altogether. I think I started my rewatch in, like, November... So, only took me a couple months to watch. But when I tell you I was literally watching it like eight hours a day, five days a week, because I was watching it while I was working. So, I flew through episodes. But, like, I just want to start it over because I haven't seen, like, all the characters from season, like, the first half, like, from seasons one through eight. I haven't seen them in so long because they left the show and never came back that now I'm like, now I miss them. I want to watch them again. So I'm sure once it goes back on HBO, I'll probably start rewatching it again, but yeah, I don't know. I gotta say that's a little too much for me Batman's to watch to 18 seasons HBO next month and want to go right back. That's a little too much. The Batman 
aka Breaking Dawn Part 3. Battinson. Yeah, I'm interested in watching that one for sure. We we still haven't seen No Way Home, which I think drops on Disney Plus pretty soon as well. No. Sony something? I think Stars maybe. It's coming out on DVD, so in like I think this month actually. And then it comes to a streaming service, right? No, because Netflix doesn't start their contract with Sony until 2023, and Disney already said they're not getting it. I thought Stars or something I, was getting I say, it. Oh, I, I theorize that it might be Stars, but nobody knows for sure yet. No streaming service has announced if they were getting it or not. Oh, okay. Well, either way, we still haven't watched that one, which I guess we'll just fucking buy it on DVD at this rate. I mean, I'm sure it'll be on the Fire Stick after, once it's on DVD. But yeah, we'll buy we'll buy the DVD or rent it. Yeah, like we'll Amazon definitely buy it for anybody that's paying any close attention to this. We're for sure buying or the, renting the, it. Yes, we'll be yeah. paying money when we watch it for sure. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, like we do for all of our shit. Everything. <laughs> anyway, now um, I'm trying to find if it is going to start streaming. Yeah. So keep up with us, though. Thanks if you made it this far. We really appreciate everyone who has already been listening is keeping up with us this way. It's fun for us to get to come around and say some stupid shit to each other and have some fun with it. Um, If you follow us, uh, follow our personal Instagrams, our personal uh, or the the Blab House Instagram as well. You can find us through that. Um, Follow me on Instagram, Grub and Greg, for... It's Grubbin underscore Greg, technically. For food content, follow my TikTok. That one's just Grubbin Greg. No stupid underscore. Um, for a little bit different kind of food content, possibly. But, yeah, that one is going to be a good... Uh, I'm going to start getting more into that. I'm going to start doing more consistent videos and uh, possibly even doing some live videos over on TikTok. So, yeah, keep up with us. Um like i said leave us comments message us we'd love to hear from you guys about things that we should talk about anything that we uh anything you enjoyed us talking about didn't enjoy us talking about um whatever any ways that we can uh you know make this you know more engaging and fun for everybody uh we'd love to hear it and we really appreciate everyone who's uh helping us out along the way and we'll see you guys hopefully next week bye Black House.